Welcome to the Midwest Game Nerds Podcast. I'm your host, John. Here with me today are Brian. Hey. And Alex. Hello. This week, we're going to talk about 12 minutes and some recent game news. But before we get to all of that, if you want to follow us on social media or see other places you can listen to or watch the show, check out MidwestGameNerds.com slash links. The Midwest Podcast Network now has a Patreon. The Patreon is meant to benefit all the shows on the network. You can subscribe for as little as $1 a month and help keep our shows alive and well. Check it out at mpn.bz slash Patreon. Thanks again to Jason K, Tom Z, Chris K, and Alan K for the contributions. One of the perks to joining the Patreon is you get early access to our bonus episodes that we call side quests. Side quests are these really uh, off video game topic-ish things that we do where we mostly talk about food and drink and candy and stuff like that, uh, you know, because we don't really do anything else in our lives. So <laughs> we just eat things and drink things. Only consume. <laughs> yes, we only consume. And uh, if you join the Patreon, you get early access to those side quests. They do show up in the normal feed in our off weeks, but if you join the Patreon, you get to listen to those the next day after we record a normal episode, which is pretty sweet. Uh, as always, we do appreciate your feedback, which you can send to bitdosegamers at gmail.com. And don't forget to follow us on Twitch as well as rate and review us on your favorite podcatcher. We are Twitch affiliates. You can subscribe using your free Prime subscription that Amazon so graciously gives you with all the money that they take from all of us. And... Uh, <laughs> You you get to uh, you, you get a free subscription to any Twitch channel. You should spend it on ours. That's that's all I have to say about that. I don't know who's what listening. What are you doing on your phone, Alex? It's a uh, Bo Burnham. Ah. Uh. Anyways, uh, what uh, what bumpers? You guys are like, what the fuck is happening? Well, no, it wasn't I like was picking. Like, the, he's going to the... talk about Twitch, and I'm going to hit the Jeffrey Bezos button. Yeah, well, what happened is like the the noise cancellation built into Hangouts, like doesn't. Oh yeah, it's ruining. It's it. like ruins the thing, so we couldn't really make out what the hell it was saying. Oh, doing. it's going to be hilarious on the on the. It, podcast. it, it just sounds like Jeffrey <laughs> Cool. All right. Sweet. Yeah, something about fuzzy assholes. I think is what it said. <laughs> <laughs> So anyways, uh, uh, any bumpers the, for the network? Let's have it. <laughs> yeah, the uh, Horror Movie Yearbook Boys have been doing a lot. They very recently put up an episode talking about assault on Precinct thir- the Assault on Precinct 13, both the original from 1976 and the remake from 2005. Please go check that out. Uh, they'll have a Tiny Terror out later this week. And they also have another honor roll out, which is where Tim talks about some of the more contemporary horror films and we'll make a list the tim's list much like the dean's list uh at the end of the year so please check out horror movie yearbook at horrormovieyearbook.com or where great podcasts are found um and then uh for patrons there's an iceland travelogue up where my wife nicole and i talk about iceland and play a bunch of bo burnham clips off of the uh, soundboard that John and Brian can't hear. So, uh, please check that out if you are interested in how COVID traveling goes, or if you want to hear about Iceland, or if you want to hear us talk about our trip. Uh, it was fun. It's mostly for us to enjoy, but I figured I'd put it out there if anybody wanted to hear it. And cool. uh, film nerds have not done anything lately. I still would like to talk about Loki, and a few of us have watched and seen The Suicide Squad. So hopefully we can get that going at some point, but it's been a busy couple of weeks for everybody. So hopefully we can find some time to sit down and chat about some films in the future. Yeah. Yes. I think uh, in the future for your travelogues, though, you should actually record like day to day 
like you should take your Zoom with you and record like each each evening like what you did? I I wanted to. I thought about it and I almost did um but I also knew that like Nicole really enjoys keeping a full schedule when we're doing like a very sightseeing type of trip and I knew that I would probably be too tired to do anything by the end. I just think it should be like you literally just hit record and you guys just review like you just talk about what you did that day. There and was you, plenty and you just of try like, to like remember the things that you did and like saw and like ate and drank and whatever. Like just very candid, not like planned review. I mean, the travel we did was also not super planned. And it would and be it really also... funny if you ended up falling asleep in the middle of it while you were recording. <laughs> it it would also be funny to hear you try to record while like climbing up a volcano or something and just yeah. being completely out of breath. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, that would have been Wheezing. great. Great audio. ASMR for a uh, an unfit, overweight man climbing up a mountain. Um, <laughs> Hot yeah, just lava up, action. Just upload that to YouTube. You'll make <laughs> just so much money. Uh, but no, it, I mean, the travelogue itself that we recorded after the trip when we got home is two hours and 45 minutes long. And, and you were out of breath for that, too? Pretty much, yeah, the whole time. <laughs> because I How long was the hike versus without, that? Uh, the hike, uh, hike up the mountain to see the volcano, which was active is, uh, it was two hours and 30 minutes. Um, but that was from the parking lot all the way up. And then to get down at night, it took us another hour and a half, I believe. Just doesn't an extra hour and a half or an hour and a half total. An hour and a half total to get down. I don't even like walking around the block. (laughs) What, Brian, what was the? It was quicker on the way down. Yeah, because gravity kind of helps yes. you a little bit. That and makes sense. Yeah, yeah, you don't get out of out of breath as often because um, you're only just kind of shitting your pants at how steep it is. If you're me, and the fact that it's dark. Yeah, you're in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, it was very dark. It wasn't supposed to be dark. The websites that they have with the volcano stuff are like, oh, it's not going to be dark because it's August and it's twenty something hours of sunlight, and then like we got we were there on an overcast day and also it's like august so it's like starting to get darker i think earlier and Mm. therefore it was like the first night it was our last night there but the first night that we actually saw what nighttime looked like and uh it was very dark coming down so it was just like bright all the time you were there yeah no i mean we go to bed at like nine or ten o'clock because we were so tired from all the shit we did and it would still be like daylight ish outside and, and that was an up. expert excerpt from alex's travel log <laughs> i can't even yeah. talk right that was brian, an expert. brian showed up yeah so if you want to hear more of all of that which i'm sure i minus brian minus brian plus nicole <laughs> uh it's on the patreon right now i'll probably throw it in the film news feed in like another week or so if uh, people want to hear because we did mention prometheus and the secret life of walter mitty both of which were filmed in Iceland uh, at certain points. Perfect. So video games. I've played none. Um, I've used the calculator on my PC at work a lot. I mean, that's a basically lot. a video game. So there's been a lot did of the that. Number, did the numbers keep going up? Uh, I was calculating like ounces to pounds and things like that on oh. multiple occasions and unit that, converter. Simulator? That kind of crap. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> I'm now nice. a, I'm I'm now an international drug dealer is what it is. 
It was I was playing like Dope Wars twenty twenty one. I miss Dope Wars. It was a fun game. It absolutely was one of the best games. Um. Anyways, yeah, I haven't played anything. I've been so busy with work. It's been crazy. Um, T-shirt shop simulator. Nice. Dot com. Um. But yeah, what about you guys? Yeah, you I'm gonna play? skip that one. I only like to play about three hours a week. I should say. Yeah. You you <laughs> you play you, you play screen reclaimer simulator. Yeah. Three hours a week. I get to use a gun, kind of, as a power washer. John so. hires Brian through Fiverr to come and play the parts of screen print simulator that he doesn't want to play. Actually, the the thing Brian does is one of my favorite things to do at the shop, to be completely honest with you. One of the things you don't have the time to do yeah. anymore. Yeah. It, anyway. it can be uh, very weirdly satisfying, and it gives you a lot of time to think about shit you would normally not even think about. And like you could video, nobody can talk to you. It's physically impossible for them to talk. You to can you. have headphones on while you do it. If you want, Brian uses earplugs, but like you could, yeah. you could video yourself cleaning screens and put it on the, on our power washing porn on Reddit. There and you like, can. you would just like, just rake in all of the karma, like all of it. You should probably do that. Can we just set up a cam feed of that? And I can just make money that way like people can just throw me money to do cool power washing things yeah we just stream we can, the power washing of the screens on twitch if you yeah. tip enough bits john will force an ernie in brian's face into his if mouth you hit, if you hit a certain threshold we increase the power washing uh power yeah, yeah. there's like <laughs> if you get you get for 10 bits brian will drink a pepsi oh that too yeah uh, for a hundred bits he'll drink a beer how many ounces are we talking all 20 of them how many pounds that's rough what's the conversion i don't know <laughs> i still don't even know what it is i was using google for most of that that's the calculator pounds? i was using i don't know something or like that to the pound yeah anyway. yeah but when you're when you're typing into a thing this is, is so boring <laughs> i don't know why we're even talking about this but when you <laughs> When you're typing, when you're trying to make a web store and you have to calculate how much the postal weight of a t-shirt is and you have, and they only give you fractions of a pound and then you have to figure out like what a fraction, what fraction of a pound equates to the number of ounces needed for the postal. Uh, they don't even do ounces, though, right? Because and and yeah, we don't need to this talk is about so, the U.S. Postal like, System. This, everyone's like, "This is the worst episode of this can, show." Can, can you just ever like made. edit this part out? No, and put leave it, it all into in the side quest. No, this stays. Yeah. It's in the main. It's in the main right. episode. We haven't even gotten to the side quest yet. Everybody's just like they really jumped the shark on 164. Wow, it. yeah, that was yeah. all they had in them was 164. I mean, episodes. we had a good run. <laughs> Anyways, Brian, hey, you've Mo. played a shitload of Destiny 2. Why? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Why did you do that to yourself again? The same reason anybody slips into a bad old habit, you know? Yeah, you relapsed, fell off the just, wagon. You hit a point in your gaming life where nothing else is really scratching that itch, and you go back to your old friend Destiny. And, uh, yeah, I mean, you Destiny. don't even know if you like it, but you know it feels Destiny. right. Destiny, He right? now has to play... 75 hours in a week to feel the same feelings that only a few hours a week used to give them seven <laughs> years ago. I was feeling pretty good about it up until, like, today, honestly. Like, I was still enjoying myself, and I felt like I was getting rewarded for my time. 
But now I feel like my time is being disrespected a lot again <laughs> because RNG is really fucking me over. Like I, I did the same activity probably a dozen times to get a drop that's supposed to be uncommon, which means pretty common, I feel. Compared to rare. Know. When you said that word, I thought maybe that's not a common thing he's trying to get. Brian, After a dozen times, I should get at least one. <laughs> Brian, you do. You now have to drink two beers because Zach submitted 200 bits. There oh, no. <laughs> now, right now. But we're not doing that show right now. Oh, this yeah. is Midwest Game <laughs> Zach, this come back during business hours. <laughs> the Midwest power washing nerds. <laughs> Yeah, power wash cam hasn't happened yet. You, you can't. You don't get to wear the Tyvek suit when you do it, though, Brian. You have to wear like Daisy Dukes and like a tank top. <laughs> or no, it's I'm, it's got to be like a T-shirt that you've tied up in like around like a tank or like a bikini. You know, like you pull the bottom up through the collar, and and then back down and like so it's tightened around your man breasts. You make I'm an just Amazon gonna... list of costumes people can buy you to oh wear while you power wash. Yes. <laughs> As long, I mean, I could wear, all I really need is, like, goggles and gloves. Everything else is kind of optional. <laughs> yeah, it's I like, like if I were double dare. <laughs> if I weren't wearing clothes, I wouldn't need the Tyvek suit to protect the clothes, if yeah. you know what I mean. Unfortunately, I think with the Twitch terms of service, you'll need to be wearing some clothes. Yeah. So. Mm. Maybe you can. Here's okay. you can only expose so, like so the Twitch like angle, one one quarter of a hairy ass cheek at a time. <laughs> the Twitch angle is like a it's one of those things that like a carnival where the face is cut out and that's you, but you can see the screen being cleaned. Other than that, but then on some other more explicit site, you can have the behind the 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 cardboard cutout thing where you're wearing whatever it is he just needs a gopro wear. wired to his forehead and so it gets that and then every time he like looks down at his outfit you can see like his man boobs and the weird like bikini top thing i can see fps power washing being pretty good oh absolutely uh anyways what i'm really thinking though i hate to keep going on this topic but how are we gonna rig up a uh power washing uh hot tub stream <laughs> i it could happen would you just it it's work. just it's you in a hot tub and you've got like two power washers one in each hand and you're just like shooting them off in the air with Zach, how many on. more bits do you have <laughs> <laughs> for 30,000 bits we'll uh we'll buy a hot tub for Brian to power wash some screens in anyway <laughs> <laughs> all right uh so yeah destiny i'm i I liked this last season, like, a lot, honestly. Like, I'm, I'm kind of sad I got into it so late, because that's just made me play even more in a small period of time, I feel, because I wanted to see the whole, like, story unload or yeah. unfold. Because um, they rolled it out, like, week by week, but um, you can still play it all in a condensed period of time. Like, you don't miss out anymore like you used to. Yeah, that's good. Um, so yeah, I did that and then I was so just trying to it was, get, it was bad to play a lot of destiny in a shorter period of time. Yeah. I think I would have enjoyed it more, maybe drawing it out a little longer, but okay. at the same time, I don't feel so bad about it. Cause I had time to play cool shit like uh disco Elysium, which sucked up a lot of time. Um, I did. Yeah. I think that's literally all I played other than about, five minutes of humankind 
because I was just like not in the mood for that after transitioning from playing a couple hours of Destiny. It was really hard to stay awake going mm. through a tutorial for that kind of game. Um, I'm sure it's fine. I just I'm not in the mood for it yet. I'll but, I'll check it out some other time. For those it's who don't on, know, Humankind is a new uh 5x 4x game, 4x uh like civilization sid meyer's civilization that is out on xbox game pass uh as we speak and for purchase in other places i assume like that's yeah. that's the genre of that game yes 4x 4x yeah. 4x strategy it okay is explore exterminate excelsior two other x's yeah something like that cool <laughs> I'm not extrapolate, exonerate, <laughs> <laughs> exacerbate. Yeah, there you go. Excalibur, I don't know. Yeah, all right. Anything else, Brian? Explore, expand, exploit, and exterminate. <clears throat> yes. Did not know it that, is that, one that of was those how that games that rolled, but that's cool. All right. Anyways, yeah. um, yeah. So there's a new season starting for Destiny. Tuesday, and unlike every other time that this has happened, they haven't released any details at all yet. It's just happening, which is kind of cool. That's interesting. Yeah. Maybe they don't even know what's in the update, and that's why they can't. I mean, there's a, there's a very real chance there's just nothing, and they're like, yeah. Or <laughs> Go just find roll. it. <laughs> <laughs> the same shit's happening for the next three, well, four Wait, I don't know how many months it is till the actual expansion comes out. Six months, I think. Zach says everything leaked, though. So, well, that's fine. But they didn't purposely uh, reveal things. Hmm. I I saw that it has been leaked that that the season name is Season of the Lost, and it revolves around Marasov, the Queen of the Awoken, who was. Who had died in the Taken King, but then it f- you find out she isn't dead when you play the Forsaken. Minor spoilers <laughs> at this point because that's like a few years old. Yeah. Um. So they're really yeah. only catering to like the hardcore fan base at this point. Like they've completely given up on really picking up new players, right? Um. In a way, like as far as narrative goes, I feel yeah, it's very hard to just jump right in at this point. Yeah. Like it, everything they do now, like each season is building off of old story shit, which is fun for people that have been keeping up with it or that, that care to, to catch up with it. But, um, yeah, it's, uh, kind of not super newbie friendly other than if you jump in, you're at a power level that is like high enough to, to start doing new season stuff. You can play the content, but there's really no great way to, like, catch yourself up on the lore of the game, right? Yeah, basically. Other than, than like... like Destin, didn't Bungie, like, hire My Name is Bife to come up with a whole lore series or something? I don't know. I mean, it's all in the game, too, if, like... Is it, though? Didn't they, like, put a bunch of it away? Well, the lore, I'm talking, like, the lore that you can... But like the story, there's like literally parts of the story that you can't play. Correct. No. Yes, the yeah. entire Destiny Two, Two. campaign is <laughs> it's not no in the game in anymore. The game at the moment. Yeah, along with a bunch of its locations. Yeah, I think they had to give up on like 
making people care about the story a long time ago. That's just so. crazy to me, man. You can still play the Forsaken campaign and Shadow Keep and uh, the newest one, uh, Beyond Light. Right. But anything before Forsaken is not available. Basically. It's just it's crazy to me to think that like they <clears throat> they had Destiny One and it's like completely gone, <laughs> and now Destiny Two is completely gone, and all you have is like the the built up like. I don't even know what you call... You can't really call them expansions, I guess, can you? Are they expansions? Like, what they're doing now? These are what they consider seasons, but then there's an expansion, like, once a year. Yeah, but you get what what I'm saying. Like, they literally, like... even so, So think of, like, World of Warcraft, for instance. Like, if you were starting a new game in World of Warcraft, like, you still start from, like, the beginning world and, like, work your way through, up through all of the other shit. I don't know. Do you anymore? I haven't played that game in forever. I mean, I don't, I know, I don't, like I don't know exactly how different. it happened, like after Cataclysm or anything like yeah. that, because Cataclysm like completely altered the game world Jeez, to some extent. But I think like mm-hmm. there was still like the beginning area and like the lore was still all the same. And like I don't know. But point being, like they literally built these two games and they've just completely like they're just like yeah, no, nah, we don't want anybody to play any of that anymore. And so they literally just got rid of it completely. And now it's like they're only catering to like this hardcore fan base of people who just want to do stupid PvP shit to each other. Well, that's that's the people that still continue that's... to give them sixty dollars for multiple seasons and an expansion of content. You know, like I don't know, like <laughs> they're continuing to make content for the people that pay them money, which makes sense. Pay them more money. Which makes sense, but I don't know. It's it just it just seems like like why even bother making PvP stuff at this point, or I mean PVE. Like it doesn't that, really seem you, like the you PvE don't st- know. Yeah, you're not entirely accurate. <laughs> There's plenty. They add more PVE content than they do PvP content. They haven't added a new Crucible map in like over a year. But that's like thing, a brand like, new I map. I don't hear anybody talk about any of the PVE stuff online. Like, nobody talks about PVE. Well, that's just because, because you've stopped listening to Corey. Well, the, the Ritual clan is largely PvP focused, to be honest. I don't mean just that. I still follow the Reddit, the subreddit. Like, it's in my feed. And, like, I feel like all anybody ever does is complain about PvP. Like, there, nobody talks about that's because they haven't done much to it. So but, there's a lot to complain about. But even about. when they do new things or whatever, nobody's talking about PvE. They're all talking about how everybody how PvP's full of cheaters, like, all the time. That's it. Well, they are doing something about that. Yeah, they're adding Battle Eye or whatever, right? Yeah, they're adding Battle Eye. Some more balance changes. They're going to start adding maps again. Um, they're changing the way you get Trials of Osiris uh awards rewards um bunch of other things they're also uh damn i lost it actual crossplay crossplay is starting on tuesday nice it is out of beta and so that will change things as well because there's going to be a bunch of console players that's going to increase the player base in general which is nice they're adding Ubisoft's BattleEye, or is it? Yes. Some- well, I mean, it, I don't think they own BattleEye. They license it from oh, really? whatever company BattleEye is. Because there's Battle other was- other games that use BattleEye as well. I think uh, maybe PUBG. 
and some others that use Battle Eye. Ooh, Big Thunder. Yeah, I just heard a huge. Okay, I didn't expect that. (laughs) That's awesome. Don't recall that being (laughs) in the weather report at all. Anyway, uh, Destiny Two sounds like uh, Destiny. Yep. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, and Battle Eye is its own thing, by the way. Okay, I wasn't aware of that. I thought me either. I just looked it up. Not uh, surprising because I don't play that many competitive games. Uh. Brian, did you have anything else you wanted to hit before we talk about 12 minutes and whatever else I've been playing? Nope. Okay. I uh, have continued to play some Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword HD. Um, I've gotten over some of the control weirdness that's going on. And um, it seems like a nice Zelda story. And I think if anybody didn't check it out, um, but has been kind of itching for something since they've finished Breath of the Wild... Um, it's not Breath of the Wild, but it is a very traditional Zelda story that I think people would uh, would enjoy playing on their Switch if they're looking for that sort of thing right now. Um, so that is good. But other than that, I have played a game called 12 Minutes. Brian has also played 12 Minutes of 12 Minutes. Exactly. And uh, this It was is hilarious. A, this is a game from Annapurna Interactive published by Annapurna Interactive that's been in development for quite some time, at least uh, the last five years, if not longer, uh, from an indie dev. And um, it's out on Xbox Game Pass right now for you to play if you are subscribed. Um, And it is what I would describe as like a top-down action-adventure game that uh, essentially takes place in a very small space. Um, and I'm going to try and stay away from like spoilers really. Uh, but it does have a voice cast of James McAvoy of, uh, professor Charles Xavier fame from the, uh, X-Men first class and subsequent films. Daisy Ridley of Ray star Wars fame, uh, from star Wars seven through nine and, uh, Willem Dafoe. Of Spider-Man fame. Uh, just general fame. Yeah, general fame. You know, Willem Dafoe is pretty amazing. But anyway. Um, And yeah, those are the three characters that you... That are in this game. That interact with each other. You are controlling James McAvoy from a top-down perspective. uh, As he comes home from work to his wife. Who's played by Daisy Ridley. Not Willem Dafoe. Who but doesn't really true. sound like Daisy Ridley. Yeah. Well, I, I was hoping the wife would be played by Willem Dafoe. <laughs> yeah, it would have been <laughs> he, good. He did so well cross-dressing in Boondock Saints. <laughs> it's very convincing. It's not, it wouldn't be that far of a stretch for him, obviously. Exactly. Um, yeah, no, that's the thing. Like, uh, it doesn't... Daisy Ridley, I think, does a good job. James McAvoy, I think he, he slips through a couple times. They're both playing Americans. Um, so, uh, and they hide their accents pretty well. But with James McAvoy, when he emotes more it comes out a little bit more why couldn't they just hire Um, like real americans i don't know uh and then uh willem dafoe also does a good job very much just sounds like willem dafoe and uh that's okay that's fine but which version of willem dafoe because there's so many voices he does it's not uh klaus it's Mm. not klaus from the life aquatic it's you know (laughs) it's yeah, it's it's Willem Dafoe. It's in the like Boston his normal one. voice. 
from the Boondock Saints. It's not I'm quite just the gonna Boston keep, one. I'm just going to keep referencing that. Does he sound like Jesus from The Last Temptation of Christ, or no? I haven't seen that movie, so I couldn't tell you. <laughs> I don't remember sounding like anything remarkable in that movie, but that's okay. Well, so this video game that we're talking about... The Last about... Temptation of Christ? <laughs> yes, yeah, so I can attest that he is not the real Jesus. So in 12 minutes, it is very much, and more than I thought it would be, a point-and-click adventure type kind of game. Uh, You can pick up objects, you can use objects on other objects to change those objects into different objects, Um, and you can talk to people and have different speech, uh, I wouldn't call them speech checks necessarily, but uh, just different dialogue routes that can go. And the really interesting thing about this game that I would say is that a lot of that stuff and its effects on those characters can change in the 12 minute time loop that you are continually playing through. So you are playing over the same 12 minutes every time. And you basically are trying to figure out ways to make the events in those 12 minutes go differently each time. Um, Is the time loop explained? No. I've finished this game, by the way. The time loop is, well, kind of. Have you finished it? Yeah, aren't there multiple it. endings? There are multiple endings. I know what all of them are. Um, it's, uh... I'm gonna like, look it, it up. <laughs> don't do it. I'm, I'm not gonna play the game. It's I downloaded it. Just I'm don't probably not gonna play it. Don't I'm not gonna spoil it. it for, no, I just wanna read yeah, it and just be okay. like, oh, you know? <laughs> I think you're just gonna be like, what the fuck? Because honestly, <laughs> that's kind of where I was at by the end of this game, and I don't really think it's that worth playing. Uh, which I'm oh. sad about, because I did think the conceit of it all is very interesting, and, you know, anything that's kind of Groundhog Day-ish is kind of fun, and this game can be very Groundhog Day. Like, you can find ways in which to kill yourself. You can find ways in which to kill your wife. You can find <laughs> ways in which to enact violence on someone who may or may not be an officer of the law. It's, uh, it gets Willem pretty... Defoe. It gets pretty Spoilers. fucking weird, and um, it's I don't pretty know. Cool that the carpet in the hallway is the carpet, is the from, carpet the from the shining. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Sure. That's cool. But, Sorry, I'm uh, just like looking at all this shit online right now about this game <laughs> that I'm never gonna play. It's like it, it. I think it's a very interesting idea. I'd be curious in what the developer and I don't know the developer's name off the top of my head. I should look that up. I would be very curious in what their next game is like if they continue to expand on this idea and, uh, you know, do things in a different way. But uh, it's, yeah, Luis Antonio is the name of the developer. uh, And, uh, yeah, it's just one person on the Wikipedia article. I don't know if it's just him or if that like he's listed as the developer on on uh, Wikipedia. The Wikipedia article says the cover art for 12 Minutes was created to reflect the influences of Alfred Hitchcock, Stanley Kubrick, David Fincher, among others. So, like, that's kind of what you... That gives you a little bit of a flavor here. Um, And, yeah. Apparently, so, Luis Antonio, a former artist from Rockstar Games and Ubisoft, who left these companies to prefer and pursue independent game development, he spent time in 2012... Uh, working to help develop The Witness before setting out to make his own. 
Uh, so that's interesting because we we liked the witness very much. Um, but yeah, overall, like I think it's an interesting game. I think if you have Game Pass and you're curious about it, you should check it out. Um, I don't necessarily think that the game delivers on a story level, um, and it it's just kind of uh, after looking at a game like Hades that restarts over and over again, and it's characters acknowledge that fact and uh it it you know feels so incredibly well thought out for something that seems so personal like this game i i'm surprised that the character of husband or whatever he's actually credited as james mcavoy uh doesn't like the there's a lot of dialogue that doesn't really feel like it changes much probably because they only had james mcavoy for eight hours or something like that you know yeah, I mean, that's a lot of money they had to spend, I'm sure. Yeah, it's almost like not having actors in this game would have allowed them to make a better video game. And just have it be text-based? No, it didn't even need to be text-based, but, like, you know, hire Joe Schmo for scale and, you know... You're one of us. Yeah, I'll do it. Shit. For 12 bucks. But, um... The game goes some very weird places. You gotta do some really weird shit. Oh, I did some weird shit, and what did, you, what did you think of it this game, Brian? Um, in my twelve minutes with twelve minutes, I set a timer when I played. I didn't have much time because we had to start recording, and I wasted all my time playing Destiny. I mean, I enjoyed my time playing Destiny <laughs> so much that I get, didn't get around. To it playing sounds this. like you're being kept held hostage right now. Is Destiny in the corner about. of the room holding a gun on you? <laughs> Um, anyways, I just started because I'm, I'm like a point and click adventure, uh, veteran. So I just started collecting all the shit I could immediately. <laughs> and I had like a brief moment where I thought back to Gojo and playing Skyrim because I was just picking up all the cups and spoons and shit. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I'm like, where, where are more cups and spoons and where can I deposit these? And I figured out I could... These are not really spoilers, because you can do all this shit in 12 minutes, so... Um, I filled the cups with water, I found the sleeping pills, I put sleeping pills in both of them, I drank both of them, I laid down on the bed, and I woke up, and the day started over again. <laughs> so, I may have died. <laughs> <laughs> seems possible. But then the guy seemed, like, weirdly, like conscious of the fact that the day had happened before but his wife had not so it was yeah groundhog's day um yep. i also collected all the stuff again on my second day of life and i crammed it all in the toilet and i flushed it all down one by one <laughs> everything that would fit in the toilet so the spoons the, the mugs the front door key the knife, which didn't fit at all, but it, it still lets you flush it. I was like, this is of bullshit. Course. This yeah. is not believable. No. So there's a magic toilet in this game. Um, to toilet believability, zero out of five. Zero. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. And then I was going to go get the sleeping pills again and uh, take more of those. Or I was going to put them in the mugs <laughs> after I died again or whatever. And then try to drug both people, husband and wife. But I didn't get around to it. My 12 minutes was up already. Man. Because a Turned large part of my 12 minutes was watching the time 
tick away at the beginning with the uh, credits where yeah. you can't like skip to the menu. Yeah. And I was actually really irritated that the menu text was obscured by the clock hands. Yeah. But whatever, that's just a graphical design option that I don't I disagree with, but <laughs> um yeah. overall though, like it's interesting and I mean it made me chuckle that I could cram shit in the toilet like that. So, I don't know, I'm curious to see what other weird sandboxy things I can try out. The thing is, I think it would be, and it has been interesting to listen to people that are discussing this game from a very spoilery perspective, because then you can really get into like some of the fucked up shit that you have to do in order to get further in this game. And you can talk about some of the weird fucking shit that happens in the game, period. How about um, this? How about I finish it and we do a 12 minute long spoiler cast of it? <laughs> sure. Absolutely. I'm totally down. All right. We can do that. Uh, and I'll say it took me about three and a half ish hours to beat the game. I did end up using a guide in a few points because there were several things that I was literally never, ever, ever, ever going to guess that were solutions to quote unquote solutions to quote unquote puzzles. Um, so take that as you will. And, but I've heard that a lot of people are finishing this game in under five hours and it costs $25 if you don't have game pass. So I would not recommend that you buy this game for $25. Uh, if you have game pass and it sounds interesting to you, maybe check it out. And then it sounds like Brian and I are going to do a spoiler cast of 12 minutes. John, you can join too, because you've read the ending of the game at this point, I think. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Like I've read a whole bunch of different loops, like, yeah. And things. I don't know if that's actually the end, like what it's not, the actual ending, yeah, ending is. It's probably not giving you the actual substance of the story in that sense. But uh, yeah. So anyway, twelve minutes. Check it out on Game Pass if you have Game Pass. Otherwise, wait until you can get it for cheaper. Or don't. And also, humankind. Don't. Humankind is on Game Pass as well. Yeah, humankind's on Game Pass. I also downloaded Boyfriend Dungeon, but I haven't played it uh, yet. Same, actually. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm to looking forward my, to that. I want to wield my boyfriends as weapons in dungeons. It sounds great. And then date them after I destroy things in the dungeon. It sounds too good to be true. I, I have to check it out. It's yeah. I, we, we actually have seen it at PAX a couple we like saw it there. I don't think any of us actually checked it out. Cause we were like, Oh, that's funny. And then we walked by it. Um, <laughs> but, oh, that's funny. You know, I think that's probably our full review right there is that. And then, it is funny. It's yeah. a funny concept. So, uh, we'll see. I heard there's maybe some kerfuffle about um, uh, some of the trigger warning-ish stuff that is in the game that doesn't fully describe what can happen in the game, but I don't yeah. know what any of that's about. So There's know. there's a lot of articles about it. I also saw one that was uh, talking about how it actually handles some of the subjects very well. Oh, okay. Which is okay. interesting. <laughs> Yeah. But it just doesn't warn you what those subjects are going to be or the fact that they're going to be in the game. There you go. Yeah. So, Boyfriend Dungeon. It's a big time for Game Pass. You could play, you could you could use your boyfriends as weapons. You could control all of humankind to and try and destroy them. other well, parts it. of humankind. Here, I'll, just, I'll read the descriptor. Romance your swords. Capture the hearts of weapons to level them up in this shack and slash dungeon crawling adventure. <laughs> 
for your summer job. You're tasked with clearing the creatures in the dungeon. Soon you'll discover weapons you'll find transform into cuties, and they're single. What a crazy coincidence, because you also happen to be up for grabs yourself. Spend the cash you earn on romantic outings for your fort to forge precious moments with your lovers and work together to clear the rampant monster infestations, because after all, a couple that slays together stays together. <laughs> That's amazing. It sounds See, like how, how could you not play the game? It sounds like that? game of the year 2021. So uh, we should probably all check it out. I'm looking forward but, to it. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Other things of note. No, we've played it, but uh, Hades is on Game Pass now. Yes. yes. And it's out on PlayStation for those who don't have access to Game Pass in some form. Microsoft is not paying us, by the way. We just like just we want to like save the average Joe gamer money, and we feel this is a good value. Uh, Hades is a good value at twenty five dollars. Period. Wherever True. you pay for it, whether it's on PC, Switch, PS, PlayStation, whatever versions it's on, it's probably on PS four and PS five, and then Xbox Game Pass or whatever. Uh, absolutely worth spending the money on that game. And uh, game of the year 2020? What year is that? Is that this past year? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, 2020. There you go. 80s. Check it out. Shall we talk some news? Do it. Fired up. All right. John, you were wowed by this one. Motherboard reported that NVIDIA revealed its CEO was computer generated in his keynote speech. I just. That's incredible to me that they've used AI and machine learning and everything. They did body scans of the dude and like they basically deep faked an entire keynote. No, yeah. no, 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 no. Not well, from what I it, not like a deep, not like a deep fake, deep fake, I'd, but like they like they basically recreated all of it using their technology. Like created his kitchen and like him it, using AI and shit. Didn't it say... It does say here, uh, NVIDIA updated its blog post clarifying that only 14 seconds of the hour and 48 minute presentation were animated. So it's not like they, like, did the whole thing that way, but they apparently animated it, or they did it faithfully enough that you could not see where these 14 14 seconds were in the entire presentation, which is pretty nuts. I wonder... If you watch the part that I'm showing here, they're like taking all of these individual items that are in Jensen's kitchen because that's where he was giving these keynotes, and they're like pulling them apart, and they can like take the labels off of the olive oil that was in there, and there's like a little Lego wow. minifigure of him behind his him in the on the uh, on the countertop. So it's like the painstaking recreation that they did is insanity, and it shows you the power of their. Uh, of their technology. And this just shows awesome. everyone how gullible I really am. <laughs> no, it but shows that you don't have enough time to read a whole article. Yeah. But either well, way, you said they updated playing... the article. Well, no, uh, after this article, the vice article was published, uh, Nvidia updated its blog post. So it's, yeah, this, gotcha. is, this must be an update. Um, but yeah, so maybe they, maybe they posted it and thought, and enough people thought the same thing John did, which is like, literally all of it is not real, but yeah, it's still crazy. Still impressive. Absolutely. The fact that they can do that kind of shit and 
Like I, I don't know if it's they haven't gone through with like the the, the ARM uh, purchase yet. I think they're still being investigated as to like whether or not that's a problem. But like uh, all of that machine learning shit that those guys do and like AI stuff, like Nvidia is a powerhouse right now in like the tech world. They're not like they're not just graphics cards. Like they're doing things that like we don't even know about. <laughs> they're working on a lot of different levels. Yeah, over. and they're working on stuff that like is is so insane to think about in terms of like AI and machine learning with just like, and and like they kind of disguise it under the guise of like, this is graphics cards. Look what we've did. We've done. Look what AI does with your graphics and DLSS and yada, yada and all that shit. It's insane. Like what they're doing is, is crazy. It's the future. Like the, I'm very happy to have some NVIDIA shares. Like, <laughs> cause I think they're going to do some seriously big shit. I'm, I'm like, Andy, our brother Andy texted me about the Tesla AI day stuff, which I didn't watch much about and doesn't really have big implications for gaming, but he did mention that there's a processing module that they are utilizing for their AI research. That is like the size of like a bathroom scale, basically. And it does nine petaflops worth of compute power. And that's the equivalent of 250, 30 nineties. So that's the kind of stuff. And I don't know who, maybe that's NVIDIA chips. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's their own stuff. Who knows? Well, and then that's the thing um, is like you said, it's the size of like a bathroom scale. Like now it is, but next year it's going to be the size of an iPhone. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. What they're doing, like these companies are doing with that sort of technology is mind blowing in general. So AI stuff is getting more and more crazy. So, uh, all right. Next up. Uh, I posted an article posted by Mac Rumors, but Konami is apparently releasing Castlevania Grimoire of Souls on Apple Arcade, uh, which is exciting. Unfortunately, there was a trailer that was live and was then pulled down after the article was posted. Um, but it looks like a side-scrolling Castlevania game where you're apparently able to play as Alucard, Simon Belmont, Charlotte, Shanoa, Maria, and more to come. Uh, curious to see what shape it actually takes. Um, but I do have, uh, Apple Arcade and would be curious to check this out. So, uh, more Castlevania is cool. Hell yeah. And always something I expect. I may actually have to spring for fucking Apple Arcade now. It's pretty inexpensive. So that's nice. Yeah. It is four ninety nine per month. Or yeah, no, I, I mean, I need year. more things that cost $5 a month that I'll never touch. Like, let's just sign <laughs> sign me up for all of them, for fuck's sake. You can always cancel them. And I'll That's forget. The you can do. You set a reminder. And I'll, 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 and I'll get the notification on my phone, and I'll swipe to remove it and forget all about it all over again. Uh, so there was a Nintendo Indie World showcase that happened in these last two weeks. Uh, and seven games came to the Switch that day, one of which was Axiom Verge 2. Uh, I was... Axiom Verge is a Metroid-style game, uh, and I was... I never really got into it because it felt more like OG Metroid, so I think I might like Axiom Verge 2 because I think it's meant to be more like Super Metroid, but I don't know if that's true or not. So I would like to check that out at some point. Uh, Boyfriend Dungeon is here as well, as we've already spoken about. Yes. Uh, you can Sweet. obviously wield your boyfriends. Romance uh, your swords. Necro Barista Final Pour is a game that Brian should probably check out. You can yeah. pour coffee uh, in an anime-style visual novel. Check that out. 
Islanders console edition. Islanders has been out on PC for a while, but now it's coming to consoles. Uh, I have not checked it out myself, but it looks kind of like uh, like a god game of some kind or like a Sim City ish type thing. Uh, Garden Story is coming or is out for the Switch as well. Cultivate a community with all kinds of gardening related activities and some fishing. It looks like too. Slime Ranchers getting a Switch release or has a Switch release uh, ahead of the sequel that's coming out soon. And Curious Expedition 2, a narrative roguelike set in a fictionalized version of the late 19th century, uh, which looks kind of cool. But anyway, bunch of new indies out on Switch and also on other platforms as well. Uh, Nintendo also announced that Loop Hero and Tetris Effect are also coming to the Switch in the future. So that's cool. Sweet. Loop Hero is great. More people should check it out. Tetris Effect, also great. Speaking of games being released, uh, Skyrim is coming out once again on November 11th, 2021. This time, it's a next-gen console upgrade, and they're also adding some fishing to it. Well, this is like 10-year anniversary too, right? Yes, it is the Skyrim Anniversary Edition. 10 years later, uh, you get... Um, all kinds of creation club elements that you can use and mods that you would like to do. And there's going to be some fishing. They, it's, they've got to hold Skyrim. a record for the game that was released the most times in a decade. I think it's that and Grand Theft Auto Five are vying for the record. But I think Skyrim wins because like it not only like was released on like the Alexa, <laughs> but also on the switch two generations yeah. of like consoles and PC, and then, like, multiple iterations within those generations of consoles and PCs. It's true. I mean, the Grand Theft Auto V was on PS3 360, came to PS4 and Xbox One, and now is coming to PS5 and Xbox Series X. So is Skyrim. But, yes, yeah, Skyrim has probably also come out not only But Skyrim's on also got VR. Switch. It was on Switch. Yeah. It's, like, yep. everywhere. It wins. It wins that that great competition of how many times can we sell the same game to somebody? Uh, yeah, just like um, like what's his name, uh, Todd Howard. Yeah, and he's like, if people would stop buying it, we'll stop releasing it. <laughs> yeah, fucking stop, everyone. <laughs> just just cut it out. Yep. No, I mean I'm sure people are gonna buy this because they're gonna be like, it's got fishing now though. They're the reason Star Citizen is now yet. You mean Starfield? Yeah, that's what I meant. <laughs> well that's not out either yeah <laughs> in a sense yeah uh all right next up john you posted a trailer for a game called black myth wukong yeah uh, so they just one of the they just released a new Unreal trailer five. for this game that's being made by a chinese developer and it looks like the most epic badass dark souls kind of game the developer's name is game science which is great i wish i would have thought of that developer <laughs> name but it's absolutely gorgeous. They they've like updated it. I think it's all in like wow. Unreal Engine five now too, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's I don't feel like I've seen many other Unreal Engine five trailers yet. How did you find this? It popped up uh, in my in my YouTube feed. Uh, IGN. Okay, I see. It looks kind of like a like a Sekiro ish 
Tenken but it's game? it's like it's like Sekiro and Dark Souls mixed with like I don't because your character is like a monkey person. Oh, okay. <laughs> like I can't remember what yeah, was the name of that. Like Captain Simeon and the Space Monkeys or whatever from like UPN. <laughs> sure, that looks <laughs> awesome though. But look at like the snow physics and everything going on. Like it just it's incredible. This game looks incredible. Like. And I don't think it's being made by a very big team. I think it's a pretty small team, but it's getting a ton of notoriety, like, because of just the way it looks and plays. And, like, this is gameplay footage is what they said. Yeah. Uh, the game will support ray tracing, NVIDIA's ray tracing, and DLSS technology, as well as Dolby Atmos. Uh, set in the 16th century, focuses on traditional Chinese folklore. So uh, it looks very cool. And uh, uh, there's like some really beautiful looking stuff with like a dra- fighting a dragon as well. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't. There's no whoa, no release date or anything like that. Yeah, I mean they've been working. Uh, I feel like they first this game first came into the scene like two years ago. Okay, I, I think and like people were talking about like a ten minute trailer that was just dropped out of nowhere, hmm. and then this came out like this past week this this trailer and uh yeah i just i can't believe how amazing this game looks like just if you because i watched it in 4k on my downstairs tv mm. it is gorgeous like yeah i yeah i, I can't mean, I'm, I'm not I'm, doing it justice on this 10 no absolutely stream. not <laughs> if you're if know. you're like actually taking this in via our twitch stream like shame on you <laughs> go look it up on your biggest screen yeah but, uh yeah, that looks cool. That looks very gorgeous. cool. We'll have to keep an eye on it. Hopefully it's uh, out sometime this decade. Uh, Quake. QuakeCon was recent, and uh, there's a remaster that's out now for PC consoles and includes a new expansion. It's got 4K and 60 frames per second uh, support, and uh, Machine Games are the ones that uh, that made the new expansion here. Uh, it's up on Xbox Game Pass, of course, because Machine Games and Quake are owned by Microsoft, just like us. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> 25 years ago, this past Thursday, uh, Quake was released, and now it's got a new 4K update, which is cool. With uh, ray tracing, I downloaded, too, right? I assume so. I downloaded Quake 2 Ray Tracing, and I never played it, uh, and so... Yeah, I feel like uh, this would be a cool thing to check out, but uh, I haven't played any Quake probably this side of the year 2000. I want to watch all those Destiny guys on Corey's server go play some Quake 2 deathmatch. <laughs> there you go. Rocket jumping. Yeah. Quad damage. Let's see how good you uh, really are. Looks yeah, like it's play. also got um, cross-platform play, which is cool. Um, and yeah, like I said, a new expansion from the Wolfenstein uh, Maker's machine games so stuff for fans of old and new to check out in the quake 4k remaster two more stories here brian you posted this story about an artist who funded his sister's degree and added a floor to his parents house with warframe skins yeah that's pretty um, awesome lendel farajo a filipino artist used blender to make warframe skins and now uh apparently he has Made quite a bit of money off of it. Which, uh, something to note there, Blender is a free application. Completely yeah. free. I Blender's didn't realize free. that, like, you can make skins for Warframe. Like, I thought all that shit, that whole I game, I thought, was, that like, microtransactions. Unless, like, 
you can it has like a community based microtransaction so, store. Uh PC gamer here reporting Digital Extremes Warframe is a live service game which makes money largely through cosmetics, and part of its success has come from the studio's willingness to embrace all forms of fan expression, whether that's guides or incredible three D art. In twenty fifteen, it started a program called Tenogen, where artists can submit cosmetic designs for consideration to be included in the game. If the work makes it, the artist gets thirty percent, thirty percent cut of the sales. That's cool. So uh, that's uh-huh. pretty cool. It's uh, I mean it's a low cut, but you know what? Uh, this guy apparently has made a lot of money off of it, which is sweet. Well, it is also a free to play game, so they probably do need to keep a lot of money. That's true. That makes this sense. is the only way they make money on the game. At least they're actually compensating people making stuff for their game. Unlike yes. uh, you know. What other people Apparently enough to where they can buy houses and shit, so that's cool. But yeah, that's cool. He funded his sister's degree in medical technology. His family was running out of money at the time, uh, and he did what he had to do. He made some skins for Warframe using Blender. And uh, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, they're pretty cool, too. So, yeah, PCGamer.com. Check out the article if you want to see one of, some of his work and read up a little bit more on the story. Uh, and then finally, 343 has announced that Halo Infinite won't include the campaign co-op and Forge at launch. Um, so Halo, a game that a lot of people play for its co-op, is not going to have co-op at uh, launch. I am a bit confused by this. Are they saying that the campaign is not going to be available at launch or that you can play the campaign but only single player? I assume you can only play it single player at launch you cannot play the campaign in co-op i don't think i'd bother to play the campaign then because that's the only way i like to play the campaigns (laughs) yeah honestly that's i mean i feel like that's a staple of playing a a halo game is like sitting down with your friends and playing it um but yeah so uh game spot reporting unfortunate uh quote here from uh Joseph Staten, the creative head of Halo Infinite, and also served on a writer on the franchise up through Halo Reach. Uh, his quote says, Unfortunately, as we focused the team for shutdown and really focused on a quality experience for launch, we made the really tough decision to delay shipping campaign co-op for launch. We also made the tough call to delay shipping Forge past launch as well. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, this game must have been coming in hot. I know there's been like a test going on as of late. Um, mm-hmm. Brian, did you get into that? Did you play any of that or no? I did not, unless I somehow... I signed up really late for the Insider program, so... Okay. Um, yeah, so, um, I feel like I've heard a lot of people that are happy with the multiplayer, which is cool, or at least the stuff that they're showing in these tests, but, um... Uh, and the multiplayer is going to be free, and obviously the whole game will be on Game Pass at launch, because uh, we're owned by Microsoft. But anyway... Um... Yeah, that's a bummer. Sucks for people who like Halo. And uh, no no mention of how long it will take them to get co-op in there. So uh, they, they, don't know. they said Forge is going to take about six months or whatever. Forge mode is the multiplayer map creator, for those who don't know. Um, I would assume that the co-op is probably going to be around the same time, or maybe they're just not going to put it in the game at all. So I, I don't doubt it. I would think. I that don't know, would. man. It no no uh, no skin off my back, right? <laughs> it's just interesting to me that they delayed it a whole year 
on top of that, and then obviously Corona has impacted them enough. Well, it's, I mean, it all ties back to Corona, right? I, I, again, yeah. like I think we've mentioned it before that I think the gaming industry in general is kind of screwed ish, like f- at least for the next year and a half to two years, like just because of COVID. Well, and the the crazy thing about it is that like when they put out that footage that caused everybody to be like, why does Halo Infinite not look very good? And then that was when they were like, all right, we're going to delay the game for a year. Like that was like, that was with only like two or three months of COVID affecting their production. Yeah. (laughs) So, you know, I would think that if they were going to delay for a year, they would maybe find a way to put a main feature. Like, I don't, I mean, I don't care about Halo, so maybe, you know, I know, Brian, you care about it a little more, but you're also not, like, a rabid Halo fan, like, I don't I'm, exist. Yeah. I'm not clamoring for the next Halo. There's been enough Halo throughout time yeah. to where I'm, like, it's not really that exciting to me anymore, I guess. Yeah, I mean, if your college heydays were in, like, the early 2000s, like, Halo was your shit. Yeah, yeah. and it was amazing, but... But it's it's kind of it's kind of come and went a little bit at least with Halo Four and Five, which I know we're not like fan favorites. So I don't know, it's weird. But yeah, that's the news. Word. That's the news. Next time, boyfriend dungeon. Boyfriend. Sure. We should stream boyfriend dungeon too. There you go. Like maybe that's what I'll do if I can ever find time to sit at my computer. Other than we can to record uh, these episodes. We got to start doing, if we're going to do some streams, I think we should do it the way some of these other people are doing it, where, like, you know, maybe all of us can be on there, but, like, two of us are watching one of us play. That kind of thing. So yeah, plus can, like, we need a hot a, tub. Keep a conversation going. Yeah, Brian's in the hot tub power washing. Why'd your I'm, parents sell that hot tub? Damn I'm it. watching John play the game. They didn't just sell the hot tub, they sold the whole damn house. I know, but they could have taken the hot tub to the new house. Just for our streaming purposes. I suppose. I'm not going to do a hot tub stream for my parents' house. <laughs> hey, Mom and Dad, we're going to have Brian clean some screens from can the you, hot tub. Can you pull your hair up on, like, a top knot ponytail thing? Like, I don't have enough hair for that. Not, no, Alex is going to do it, too. Oh, Alex, oh, yeah. He okay. could have a top knot, probably. There you go. Yeah. We should, we should just rent a hot tub one day and, like, the three of us do a hot tub stream. Yeah, that'll fucking pay for itself. Sure. <laughs> Let's do it in the dead. Hey, of if you send me a hundred bits, I'll write your name on my chest. <laughs> <laughs> if our patrons can get us, we'll to, shave it. Can get us to uh, uh, let's let's put a, a goal of fifty patrons. If we can have fifty people backing us, it can even just be for a dollar. If we can get up to fifty people backing us, oh god, we will do a hot tub stream Not in a in a rented while- hot tub. Not while it's ninety degrees out. <laughs> no, we'll just you, you know what it is. We'll go. We'll rent a hotel room that has a pool and a hot tub, <laughs> and we'll do it from there. We'll do. We'll bring a GoPro. We'll hook it up. You know, details to be determined. But that's that's going to be our goal. the The stretch goal of fifty patrons gets us gets a hot you tub a hot stream. tub stream from the three of us. Spread the word. It's all. It's got to be a dollar a piece, and you know what? If you want, if, if one, if person, we get, if we get a hundred patrons, I'll wear a single piece bathing suit made for a female. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Hmm. 
Yep. I'm gonna have to start contacting think, my friends. I was gonna say, I think we're gonna lose patrons tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna get kicked out of the hotels. What's gonna happen? <laughs> well, that, that's a given. I'm gonna roll down <laughs> from the hotel room wearing a single piece <laughs> bathing suit <laughs> with my balls hanging out either side of the front. <laughs> Oh man! All right. Anyways, that yeah, boyfriend dungeon next time we're gonna do that. Sure. Yeah. And and, uh, yeah. Well, that's that's what that's what we've got. Uh, Brian's gonna play twelve minutes. Yeah. I'll I'll try and play it too, and maybe we can actually do that twelve minute spoiler cast. There you go. Just play through it with a guide. The guide that the you were probably looking at like the Verge guide or something. I don't remember. No, it's a games radar or some shit. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, if you spent 12 minutes a day playing it, you could finish it in uh, like a few weeks. So it's no big deal. Yeah, we'll see. We'll figure that out. Sounds like exactly what the developer wanted people to do. (laughs) (laughs) If uh, if you want to follow us on social media or see other places you can listen to or watch the show, check out MidwestGamers.com slash links. The Midwest Podcast Network now has a Patreon. The Patreon is meant to benefit all the shows on the network. You can subscribe for as little as $1 a month and help keep our shows alive and well. Check it out at mpn.bz slash Patreon. Thanks again to Jason K, Tom Z, Chris K, and Alan K for their contributions. One of the perks of joining the Patreon is you get early access to our bonus episodes that we call side quests. This side quest today, we're going to talk about milkshakes. I know that. Some milkshake action coming in. Are. I have nothing to contribute. Yeah, you do. You'll, you'll, we, I, I listed a topic that we will talk about that is regards uh it has to do with milkshakes that we can talk about that you can Brian, contribute to. I heard your milkshakes bring all the boyfriends to the dungeon. It's true. Mine does. <laughs> <laughs> as always we do appreciate feedback, which you can send to MidwestGamers at gmail.com and don't forget to follow us on Twitch as well as rate and review us on your favorite podcatcher. We are Twitch affiliates. You can join us on Twitch and subscribe using your free Prime subscription. Thanks, Jeffrey Bezos. Alex, if you want to play that again, you can. Um, but Oh, gonna... that's the wrong one. <laughs> wah, wah. Yeah, it's the time has passed. Yeah, anyways. Uh, yeah, next time, Boyfriend Dungeon. Thanks again for joining us this time. Peace.